1: There, In case you've forgotten or never did know, I'm Chad Remington, frontier lawyer from the cow town known as Dos Rios. And as I've said a time or two before, out on the brawling, sprawling frontier, a lawyer gets into all sorts of things, especially trouble. And trouble out our way not only starts with a capital T, but often ends with capital punishment. I guess it was last month that an old friend of my father's, Harvey Burnside, wrote and asked me if I had time to come down to where he lives, a town which he had built himself from practically nothing, a town named Burnside Falls. Harvey has a brother, Milo Burnside, who owns the little bank in Burnside, and between them, I guess Harvey and Milo pretty well control that section of the country. Well, while Cherokee O'Bannon, the former medicine man who now runs the Dos Rios livery stable and bangs around with me, was trying to find two horses from his stable that would take us to Burnside Falls and back, the situation which caused Harvey to write me suddenly started getting worse. So much worse that Harvey paid a call on his brother Milo at the bank. Milo, let's quit mentioning words now. Let's get down to cases.
2: All right, Harvey, let's. What's on your mind? And I've been hearing things about you, Milo. Things I don't like to hear about any man, let alone my brother. Oh, <laughs> You don't, sir? I heard you've been over to Wardance last week. And what if I have? Wardance is a mighty nice and bustling town. Harvey, it's high time you were getting some sense you your head. When the railroad agreed to build its western terminal into whichever town the voters choose, as the county seat of Buckshot County, nobody figured a dreamer like you would build a town out here, right in the middle of the prairie. Prairie, my eye. Burnside Falls lies between three trails and two rivers, the best dad blame place in the whole state for a county seat. That's what I thought once. Uh, you mean you changed your mind since old man McCall put some of his jerkwater railroad's money on deposit in your bank? Money. That's all you ever think of. Well, you'd be a lot better off if you did sometime.
1: Ah,
3: stop being blind.
2: That new town of Wardance is a good 80 miles closer to where the rail's now end, and it'd make an ideal county seat. War dance? What is it? Nothing but a hideout for a bunch of owl hoots like Cap Kilmore and his gang. Sure, McCall and the railroad would like that. Building in the war dance would save them a couple of hundred thousand dollars because it's closer. They got their franchise on the strength of connecting up to whatever town the people select. Oh, the people, my neck. Now look, Harvey. It's worth good cold cash to me, and I'll see you won't lose. If you help me convince the people that War Dance and not Burnside Falls should be voted the county seat next week. Yeah? They'll vote just how they please. And you, your bank, or that railroad's not going to interfere. You pig-headed old fool. If you weren't my brother, uh, I'd tell you to go to your gun. And if you keep trying to interfere, you may still have your chance, brother or no brother. And if you don't lay off, Milo... I may go for my gun first.
1: Well, that was the situation when O'Bannon and I arrived in Burnside Falls. A wide-open split between Harvey and Milo Burnside. The Bing brothers, Harvey was reluctant, more than reluctant to make a public issue of what he believed and knew his wife, Sarah, hoped that somehow I might be able to talk sense into his money-dubbing brother's head. And that's about the whole story, Chad. The railroad can save upwards of
2: $200,000 building in the war dance instead of here. And that's why the railroad can afford to offer my low money to try and throw the election to war dance.
4: Well, I'm reluctant to say this, but your brother sounds to me like an infernal little nickel nurser. Well, yeah, that's the way it looks.
5: And i bet Milo would sell the railroad out even now if anyone offered him $5 more. How does he figure to swing the election? Figure to swing it? Why, he's swinging it right now. People are actually pulling up stakes here and moving to war dance already. Yeah, enough of a move. I suppose they'll have a majority of the votes. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, folks, I don't know what good it's going to do, but come on, let's ride into town and pay a call on Brother Milo. <laughs>
4: Burnside Falls, looks quite prosperous. We've already passed seven stores to the saloon. Saloon.
1: <laughs> oh, Bannon, I don't mind your admiring the saloons from the outside. This trip, you're not pouring what they peddle on your inside. Where's this bank your uh, brother's located, Harvey? Uh, just down at the end of this block, Chad, that gray and white building. Good grief. Do you see what's happening? The bank's being held up there
4: go the dirty buzzards who held up the bank, hitting their horses and hygiene it out of town. Come on, boys, even with the head start they've got, we may still be
0: able to overtake them.
4: Get up there, you get running!
1: and brought everybody in town out into the street. By the time we'd threaded our way through the crowd, the bank bandits were out of town and into the hills. The trail ended in a rock. We all turned our horses and piled back into town, back to the bank itself to find out what had actually happened.
2: Boys, 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 now if you'll only quiet down, maybe we can all hear what Milo has to say.
3: Yeah,
2: right. our neighbors, I hate to tell you this, and if you'd have caught the men who rifled the bank, the story would be different. But the way they cleaned me out to keep up my legal cash reserves now, I am forced to declare all loans due and payable immediately. Oh, now, men, men, I'm sorry. And as sorry as I am, the law's the law. And to tell the truth, as soon as I've got things straightened out here, I'm closing up and trying to make back what I've lost by moving my bank over to Wardens. Don't
1: mean there's some connection between the bank robbery and your moving to Wardens, do you, Burnside?
2: That's the kind of idea it would be healthier never to put into words again.
1: Oh, so? Well, I've heard of men being railroaded to jail before, but this is the first time I've ever heard of a railroad being the cause of moving a whole bank and its president up to the federal penitentiary.
4: Burned after all I've been through today. You don't have to have a little uh, drop in the house, do you? <laughs> if you're as weak as all that charity, we'll go to the drugstore and get you some smelling
1: sauce. Besides, right now, none of us has got anything to celebrate. Milo's little bank robbery was too successful.
5: You mean to think that Milo arranged the robbery? Oh, I the man, Milo's only. I can't believe Harvey's brother would claim a robbery on his own bank. Well,
1: maybe not, sir. Harvey did say that this other town, Wardens, was the hideout of a lot of owl hoops. you blamed right. Fellas like Cap Kilmore moved in there. And the question is, how come and why did Kilmore move down here from his own stamping grounds with the Kotal? I don't know anything about that, Chad, but Kilmore showed up in these parts about. there. Let's see now. About, uh, about three months back. Three months ago, huh? And when did you first hear about this railroad thing and their anxiety to make war dance the power seat? Yeah, let's uh, see. Well, it seems to me that that was about, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was three months ago, too. Do you think there's a connection between the railroad and Cap Kilmore, Chad? Mm, I don't know for sure. Certainly could be. The railroad starts working on Milo, deposits money in his bank, and Milo writes a letter and hires himself a handyman like Cap Kilmore.
5: Do you honestly think Milo'd go out and hire a cook and drive folks over to Wardane?
1: And if I know, but it certainly makes a reasonable supposition. With the election only a few days off, all we can do before we're sure is sit back and wait. Wait for action. <laughs>
2: Telling Burnside this time tomorrow, you and your old family will stay at Burnside. You're not driving me from my home, yeah? Well then maybe someone'll dig you a new home. They won't move, huh? Well we'll move them like that fuel. Yeah.
5: I know my husband got to down here to help us, but we just can't go on, Mr. We can't go on just sitting around while these gun-toters blow Burnside falls apart. Now,
1: now, Sarah, it ain't Chad's fault, you know.
5: Well, uh, maybe it isn't, but it was Chad who said sit back and see what happened, and look for happened: Folks shot down, places burned up, and... Almost half the people over here picking up and moving to war dance to save their lives. My dear Mrs. Burnside,
4: even though I used to sell a medicine which was America's, it's going to take more than a miracle to stop this lawlessness as quickly as you'd like.
5: Yes, but you don't understand. What's are moving away from here a dozen families a day? Just
4: like sheep, that's what they are.
2: And the blackest sheep of the lot is that no-good brother of mine, Milo.
1: Isn't it all right even saying things like that even though saying and proving in Milo's case are as far apart as Pike's Peak and Death Valley.
5: Who? How can you prove anything on a gang of cutthroats like that? Thousands upon thousands of dollars behind them just to buy votes and bullets.
1: That's just the frame of mind they want you and other folks around here to stay in, sir. They want you scared to death. They want you to give up before you lick. Don't you see that's winning half the battle for them? Yeah. Not only making this a war, they're making this a war of nerves.
4: Well, they've got my nerves so frazzled that I'm even willing to take a drink of my Cherokee and Din Rabbit Snake Oil. There's nothing else handy around the house, of course.
1: Cherokee, the only thing around this house is trouble. War dance is made the county seat. Harvey and Sarah Burnside will have lost everything they've worked years to build up. The people of this section will be saddled with a reign of crime and corruption that will make Custer's last stand look like a Sunday school picnic.
5: Now, that's what I mean, You've got to do something.
1: And we will do something, sir. We can never figure out something to do. Believe me, I haven't come down here to console you. I've come down to help. I'm not going to sit by and see this county referred to in the history books later on as another gun trouble valley. <laughs>
0: We'll return to the second act of Gun Trouble Valley, our exciting frontier town adventure in just a few moments. And now, back to Frontier Town. Well, I might
1: as well admit it. All that high-sounding talk I gave Sarah and Harvey Burnside was really just this in the dark. A little pep talk to keep up the confidence. It wasn't until later that afternoon while Cherokee and I were jogging back toward Burnside Falls that any idea hit me at all.
4: Silly blue blazes, Chad. This whole situation is thoroughly sordid.
1: Sure is, Cherokee. A man not only turning against his own brother, but all of his neighbors and friends.
4: A normal man might suffer from a thirst, like me. normal thirst.
1: <laughs> of course, you mean thirst, as in thirst for knowledge.
4: <laughs> well, knowledge is what gives me my thirst. My brain is so full of knowledge that it requires considerable lubrication. Well,
1: I'm glad to learn that, Cherokee. Because next time your thirst overtakes you, I'll just stake you to three rounds of axle grease.
4: Well, even axle grease is better than water. However, referring to Milo Burnside's thirst, his is an unnatural thirst. Search. search for gold.
1: Just about as unquenchable as the Ab- Cherokee, whether you know it or not. You've just given me an idea.
4: If it has anything to do with axle grease, you don't want to hear about it.
1: Far from it. This has got something to do with gold. And I hope the solution to making Burnside Falls the county seat at the election. Gold? What has gold got to do with it? Well, if we can get about three ounces of gold dust and tailings, it may have everything to do with it. Come on, Cherokee. You and I are going to the lion's den. We're riding over to war dance. Cherokee and I were prodding those livery-stable mags across the county over to Ward End. Milo Burnside apparently reached there ahead of us as a result of a summons from Pat Kilmore. Do you think because you're the president of the two-bit bank Burnside, you can give me orders? You've got a few
3: things coming.
4: Yes?
2: Well, you might as well understand this. Here now, Kilmore. I hired you. You're working for me. Yeah. Well, I ain't working for nobody. McCall's Railroad is footing the bill, and you and me, well, we're just partners. And the way I'm starting to feel mm-hmm. now, I might be happier if I didn't have any partners at all. You can't threaten me. I promised the railroad we'd move a thousand people away from Burnside and over here to war dance. And if you can't live up to your obligation, I'll get somebody else to
1: do it. Now, you can You're
2: a bigger cook than I am. To cross your own brother, rob your own bank, and then move over here like a rat leaving a sinking ship. My, you cheap murderer!
0: Uh, 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 I was just hoping you'd uh, do that. Uh, uh,
3: uh, 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 my,
2: Getting my, me my, my, my throat! Uh, Choking me! Don't, uh, don't cap! Don't! I've got a good mind to bang your head uh, to the floor. Listen. Uh, 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 Behave. Yes, yes, well, yes. We're in this deal as partners.
3: Yes, yes, Cap. Anything you
4: say.
2: Uh, go on, get out. Yeah. Remember, next time you yeah. think you're giving me orders, you'll find it's me who's doing the order. Ordering you a $10 funeral. <laughs>
1: Two high-grade gentlemen, those two. Either one of them would happily arrange to murder a man just a there. But of course, it was this love of money that not only was the basis of the whole trouble, but also what I hoped would be the solution for Harvey Burnside and Fair. Cherokee and I were talking it over as our horses slowed up and we hit Wardance's rutted and dirty main street.
4: Suppose you realize and you're asking me to risk my life by coming over to a town like this, Dad.
1: Why, Wardance is the perfect town for you, Cherokee. Wide open and lawless.
4: That's what I mean.
1: And being lawless, there's no law here. There shouldn't be anyone looking for you for peddling that alcohol and water you used to describe as genuine
4: Cherokee Indian rattlesnake oil. <laughs> yes, I see what you mean. Yes, see. With that poke of gold dust stuck in your pocket, somebody's sure to spot it and try to get it away from you. If they do, that means trouble. Well,
1: I hope somebody spots the gold dust.
4: Your hope? I don't find you anyhow, Chad. Just what are you up to?
1: Well, according to you, I'm up to my neck in trouble. But if you want to know exactly what I plan to do to get the voters back to Burnside, all I can tell you is that I'm only certain of the first move. I'm going to locate Mr. Cap Kilmore and start from there.
4: Okay. Where do you think you can find them?
1: Well, the first place I'm going to look is uh, down the street there in that saloon.
4: In that saloon? <laughs> Chad, my boy, you're a man of rare perspicacity. Lead the way, my friend, and old Banner to follow.
3: Oh, uh, Buck, give me another
2: drink. This time, leave the bottle on the bar. Uh, pardon me. Uh, you Mr. Kilmore? Yeah. Who are you? My name's Holy, Mr. Kilmore. fell fellow over there said you wanted to talk to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're one of the folks who moved over here from Burnside Falls. Aren't That's you? right. That is, I ain't sure I'm staying here. I see. Well, maybe I can convince you that you ought to stay here. Uh-huh. At least until tomorrow when we're holding the election for the county seat. I, uh, I don't see what you mean, sir. Well, us folks over here in Wardance have got a lot of pride in our community. Yeah. And uh, if you would stay here for the election and cast your vote for the best interest of the county, we'd be mighty happy to show you our appreciation. Well, that uh, sounds interesting, Mr. Kilmarthy. You see, the law's funny. It says for a man to vote, he's got to own land. Yeah. So I figured maybe we'd just give you a quarter section of land and, uh, How's that sound? Huh? Well, that ain't much of an attraction. The land I've seen since I got over here is so dry, uh, man couldn't raise gophers on it. Well, uh, if that's the way you feel about it, we might buy the land back from you for $50 to mm. the day after the election. Oh. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Fellas got to own land to vote. Then after the election. <laughs> You're a smart one, Cap. You sure are. You'd better make sure you're smart, too, sir. Because I'm making it my business to get the name of every man who votes, and whether he votes for Burnside Falls or Water. Mm. I think you get the idea, sir. I'll see you later. Sure thing. I'll be looking for you the day after election. If. Hey, bartender, I'll have a beer.
4: Cherokee, sure, this is one time I'm going to buy
1: you a drink. May we
2: squeeze in the Mister? Yeah, yeah, you bet. <laughs>
4: me two fingers, no taster.
2: <laughs> Be careful with those
1: fingers, Cherokee. Don't chew them down past the nails. You uh, fellas here to vote? That's my son. I'm over here because of that crooked election Kilmore's trying to run on the
2: people. Of course, it ain't none of my business, but uh, I wouldn't say things like that too loud.
1: Why? Has Kilmore got you bluff, too? Oh, oh.
2: you are in for it now. Oh. Here's Kilmore coming back to the bar right now.
1: No, sir, Kilmore, don't scare me. I still think he's running a crooked election.
2: What did you say, mister?
1: What's that again? I said this whole election smells rotten to me. Or maybe you don't think so.
2: The only thing I think is that your mouth needs closing. What's your name?
1: What difference does my name make?
2: Well, we've got to put something on the
1: headstone.
4: Hey, take it easy.
1: Now, look, if you think you're threatening me, you're not even getting close to it. Because I think you haven't got enough salt in your whole system to do anything about it. Not while I'm standing in front of you. And you're local.
2: Remember, I told you your mouth needed closing. Well... <laughs> 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 Saffron, come catch Gilmore. You and you knocked his head right off his shoulders, yeah. you did. All right, you. Now, get up off there. Hey, Cap, Cap, what's that? That little leather pouch that rolled out of his pocket on the floor. Huh? Oh, what pouch? This pouch, right here. Look. Look, it's full of gold dust. Oh, gold dust. Yes, gold dust. Yeah. Well, give me that back. That yeah?
4: gold dust is mine.
2: Where'd you get this stuff? Well, I'm not waiting.
1: Where'd you get that gold dust?
4: Yeah.
1: She <sighs> would never tell you if you didn't have me covered. I got it out of the bank on Wolf Peak
4: over in Burnside Falls. Oh,
3: come on, man, If there's gold
4: there, we'd better be getting back to Burnside
3: Falls.
4: No! you Your fools come back. Don't you see it's a trick? Come back. <laughs> well, you're smarter
1: than I gave you credit for, Kilmore. It was a trick. <laughs> yeah, I that it's just good enough to spoil your plan for a cooked-up election.
4: Yeah, and by the time they find it out, the election will be over. Burnside Falls will be the county seat.
1: And you'll be in jail. <laughs> Why, you
0: dirty double drinking uh, Cherokee duck! Uh, now let's see what you can do without your gun. Look out, Ted! The way you're hitting him he's gonna fall
4: against the bar and upset those beautiful bottles! Of- oh. That's the first time I've ever seen a man knocked out, the stimulus applied simultaneously. Look at him, he's just bathed in bourbon. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, the bourbon's not going to wash away his sins. I think by the time a few of the people have on the stand to the bribes Kilmore offered them, that the state will wipe away his sins, although it may take 20 years.
3: <laughs>
4: attorney at law, you certainly violate more laws than you learned about in school. Oh, I don't know about that, Jerky.
1: The only law I was dealing with in Warden was the law of human nature. As you pointed out earlier, and gave me the idea, it was just their thirst for gold which dumped Mr. Kilmore's apple cart.
4: Strange you should mention thirst and apple carts in the same breath. <laughs> because of the callow youth, one of my dearest delights was imbibing a hard cider. An excellent libation, but I no longer like apples. (laughs) You mean you're an apple knocker? Well, not exactly, my (laughs) boy. But a short time ago, I was revolted when I served a a dish of applesauce. The whole thing was full of hairs. Full of
1: hairs, huh?
4: Well, maybe that was your
1: fault. You didn't order your applesauce made from the right kind of
4: apples. Is there a certain kind of apple for making applesauce without hairs? Certainly.
1: Next time you order your applesauce, order it made from ballroom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Baldwin.
3: <ones. laughs> <laughs>
0: Frontier Town, starring Reed Hadley and featuring Wade Crosby, is a Bruce Elf production. Story and direction by Paul Franklin. Music written and played by Ivan Ditmar. Be sure to be with us again same time next week for another fine action-adventure story with your favorite young Western star, Reed Hadley. And now this is Bill Foreman telling you that Frontier Town comes to you from Hollywood.
5: back i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of otr westerns.com send me an email podcast at otr westerns.com don't forget to follow us on facebook otr slash facebook and we're also on twitter otr slash twitter call leave me a voicemail 707-986-8739 don't forget to rate this show on itunes otr slash itunes this episode's copyright under the Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike Copyright. For more information, go to OTRWesterns.com slash copyright. Hope you enjoy. Again, thanks for listening and have a great day.